Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, The Flavor of God's Favor. You know, there is a flavor to God's favor. When, when, when you have God's favor, there is a flavor to it. I can think of myself, I, when I was young, I always liked the butterscotch. You know, oh, I want the vanilla with the butterscotch, dipped in butterscotch, yeah. And, and today, of course, that would be in the diet world. That would be considered a sin in the diet world. You know, so there is a flavor to the favor of God. And for our enemies, the flavor would be bitter. We have naysayers and onlookers and, you know, people that are, you know, uh, dipping and dapping and don't know what's happening. They're dipping into our lives, don't know, and they don't know that God is blessing us and that God is moving and that the favor of the Lord is on our lives. And so they see us with the new shoes, the the new car, or the, the house, or the, or the job, or, or the new status in life. They see you doing something different, that God has elevated you, and that God has answered your prayers. Because I believe that's what God is doing this very day is that there's a bunch of stuff that you've prayed for and God has said, wait a minute, I want to see faith. And so you had a long faith. But the favor of the Lord was with you the whole time. So you've had a long wait, but it's a long faith. You were faithful through that whole time. There's ups and downs. There's moments. It's biblical. It's okay. It's known that you're going to have a downtime where you get depressed. But when you get right back up, that is what it's all about. That's how you know that when you get into the favor of the Lord, there will be a flavor to it. And may you taste of it today because you are in the favor of the Lord. Amen? And and I speak that prophetically to you. May it be a prophetic utterance that just showers in your life. May the may a monsoon of the Holy Spirit just reign in your life. Wherever God would see fit, maybe it's spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, whatever it is, God can do anything. And and may it be teaching, you know, maybe you need comforting, wherever the Holy Spirit's work can be used, may He mightily come upon you. You know? And may you step into the best season of your life and the season of your life by being faithful. Your long faith has brought the favor of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence, just broken vessels, wounded by life, Father God. We ask you to forgive us, Father God, for all of our sins. Oh, holy and awesome God, we ask that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And today that we reach into heaven, Father God, we reach up to your throne, Father God, and we grab the the answers of those prayers and we pull them into this, this place, Father God. We pull them into this dimension, into this world, Father God. From the supernatural to the natural, we pull our prayers down by our faith, Father God by our faith and we taste of your favor Father God the flavor of your favor we ask you to forgive us from any sin stain or blemish in our life that could be held against us in the courts of heaven by Satan or any of his evil latching cohorts that we be absolved and acquitted that Jesus' blood speaks on our behalf that Jesus himself speaks on our behalf that we absolved and acquitted any kind of bondage any kind of witchcraft that's against our life anything that would be holding holding our prayers from being answered that those things are broke free absolved and acquitted in Jesus' mighty name Father God, we pray for our, our enemies, Father God, that you will bless them magnanimous, magnanimously in Jesus' name. 
that you will bring them into the enlightenment that they need to be seeking. That they need to be seeking you, Father God, that you are the light within. And that you can come to them, that salvation can come to them, and their life can turn for the better. And they can also be in your favor. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, we pray. We praise you. We thank you, Father God. You are holy. You are awesome. We ask you to bless this message. Open our ears. Open our hearts. Open our minds. Open our eyes, Father God, so that we could see that you have answered our prayers. That you are answering our prayers. And that you are in a process of answering our prayers. Wherever it may be that your favor is with us, Father God. Let us be in that supernatural trance of seeing you working, Father God. And let us see other people for the way that you see them. And not looking at them with the hateful heart that we may sometimes look at people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen? Wow. So the favor of God has a flavor. Yeah? Wow. And so like it could, like we were saying, it could be butterscotch. You know, but that, like that could be a sin in the diet world. Or, you know, and for the enemies or the naysayers, you know, it could be bitter. Yeah? And so uh, let's... Um, reiterate let's enlighten this let's go through this story to see this actual accounts of of things that actually happened here in the bible in exodus chapter 14 we see we see that uh you know that the lord spoke to moses saying tell the sons of israel to turn back and camp you know by the sea and you shall camp in front of you know the opposite by the sea. For Pharaoh will say uh, of the Israelites that they are wandering aimlessly in the land and the wilderness has shut them in. I will harden, make stubborn, defiant Pharaoh's heart. Wait a second. The Lord's going to harden Pharaoh's heart against the, the Israelites? But, but God is for the Israelites, right? Don't you find that quite strange? I will harden, make stubborn, defiant the Pharaoh's heart, that he will pursue them. And I will be glorified and honored through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians shall know without any doubt and acknowledge that I am Lord. Yeah? So the Lord has hardened the heart of the Pharaoh and all the people towards the Israelites. So see, the Lord uses the enemies also and he will be glorified through that yeah so the god use god uses us so we're all called according to his purpose now wait a second it doesn't mean all of us are good cuz obviously there's bad people in the world there's people who make you know are complete there's actually bad people out there yeah and we have to continue to pray for them you know we have to continue to pray for them so God could be using something out there like that, similar. God may have hardened someone's hearts against you and those people that are opposing you. God's using them. And the flavor of the favor may be bitter to them. And it's good tasting to you. And you're struggling through this like, why am I going through this? You know? And that's why the Bible clearly says our battle is not against flesh and blood. And so much there. There's so much there. And so God hardened and, and makes stubborn, defiant Pharaoh's heart. And so they were pursuing them. Can you imagine? You know? 
the Egyptians shall know without a doubt and acknowledge that I am the Lord so that God can be glorified in that. That's why he does it. Because he could be glorified. How can how can you have a hero you know, without an enemy? So, so the Lord hardened the hearts of them. Yeah. And so when the king of Egypt was told what the people had fled and Pharaoh and his servants had to, had a change of heart. <laughs> Looky there. They had a change of heart toward the people. And they said, what is this that we have done? We have let the Israels go from serving us. So Pharaoh harnessed the horses and his war chariots for battle and took his army with him. And he took 600 chosen war chariots and all other war chariots of the Egyptian with fighting charioters all over them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh king of Egypt and he pursued the Israelites as they were leaving confidently and defiantly. Yeah. The Egyptians chased them with all the horses and war chariots of the Pharaoh. His horsemen and all of his army, they overtook them as they camped by the sea. Yeah. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them. And they were very frightened. So the Israelites cried out to the Lord. And then they came to Moses. Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What is it that you have done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Did not we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians? For it, for it, would, be, it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians as slaves than to die in the wilderness. Wow, there's so much here, you know, uh, taking taking it in the context of where it's speaking. Yes, we know that uh, the, the story is talking about the, the Israelites and, and the Pharaoh and God hardening the heart of Pharaoh and, and all of this uh, coming into... Could it be that the Lord is using something around you like that? Could it be that something that has you frustrated, scared and running... You know, could it be that you might be the one that's complaining, saying, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go here. You know, why, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this work. I don't want to do this job. I don't want to lose this job. I don't want to lose all this because of the COVID. Whatever the, 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 the way the Lord's working, wherever it, the chips fall on that, yeah? And, there's, and, the, and it's funny that the Israelites are saying, just leave us alone and let us serve. Could that be you? That, that there's, there's people reaching out to you and you're like, no, let me stay in this job. Could it be that God's speaking to you right now saying, you know, wait a minute, I've got something better for you. I've got favor for you. But you say, no, leave me alone. Let me stay right here. Let, let me stay cleaning toilets. Let me stay doing this whatever it is and maybe God has something bigger for you and maybe that's big and you see it being small but that's a big piece of something that God can use for his kingdom and get the glory out of it let God be glorified through it yeah so much so much there so some of us are saying leave us alone let us let us just stay doing what we're doing yet God wants to elevate you God wants to bless you God wants fruit in your life God doesn't want you to keep on eating the fruit of the enemy. The, the fruit of things that, 
that didn't have anything to do with him, the fruit of your own self-made works, God wants you to eat the fruits of what he has for you. Yeah, I believe that for you. I pray that you believe that. You know, Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Take your stand. Be firm and confident and undismayed. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish, accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians whom, whom you have seen today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you, while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. When you have the favor of God, there will be a flavor to it. And here's the thing, you need to recognize the flavor. If it's bitter, then you're on the wrong side of the fence, yeah? Yeah. You can't serve two masters. You can't hold hands with the devil walking into your destiny. You're not going to make it through the door. you got to put all that stuff behind you and let God be God. Yeah? And the Lord came to Moses and said, Why do you cry to me? Tell the sons of Israel to move forward towards the sea. As for you, lift up your staff, stretch it out on your, lift up the staff and stretch out your hand towards the sea and divide it so that the sons of Israel may go through the middle of the sea on dry land. As for me, hear this, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians. Yet again, he's going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians to still chase them. And as they will go into the sea after them, and I will be glorified and honored through the Pharaoh and all the army of his war chariots and horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know without a doubt and acknowledge that I am the Lord. I am glorified and honored through Pharaoh and through his war chariots and through his, his charioteers. The angel of God who had been going from the camp of Israel moved and went behind them in the pillar of a cloud that moved and stood behind them. Now, not only is God moving and working and providing and doing so many things for the Israelites, God even provided them a cloud that, that, that gave them light and that, that protected them. A cloud, a cloud that, uh, that moved and went behind them. The pillar of the cloud moved in front and stood behind them. And so it came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud long with darkness, even by day to the Egyptians. But it gave light by night to the Israelites. So no, uh, so no one, so, so I'm sorry, so one army did not come near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea back by a strong east wind all the night, all that night, and turned the seabed into dry land, and the waters were divided. The Israelites went into the middle. Isn't that amazing? As we move on here into Exodus here, in, in, in the sea and the dry land, isn't that amazing? So the waters parted. Then the Egyptians pursued them in the middle of the sea, even all the Pharaoh's horses, the war chariots, and his charioteers, so that it happened at the early in the morning, watch before dawn, that the Lord looked down on the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and the cloud and put them in the state of confusion. So he confused the army. So that they didn't you know, so that they didn't flank them, so that they couldn't so they couldn't pursue them. He confused them. How amazing that is. 
and he made their chariots wheels hard. Their, 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 their wheels hard to turn, the chariots difficult to drive. So the Egyptians said, let us flee from Israel. So they tried to flee. For the Lord is fighting for them uh, against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea. So that the waters may come back over the Egyptians on their war chariots and on their charioteers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal flow at sunrise, and the Egyptians uh, retreated right into it, being met by the returning water. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians and tossed them into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the charioteers and all, and all the army of the Pharaoh that had gone into the sea after them. Not even one of them survived, but the Israelites walked onto dry land in the middle of the sea, and the waters formed a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Can you imagine that? The mighty walls of water on each side walking to dry land. Then the Lord saved Israel that day from the land of the Egyptians. From the hand of the Egyptians, I'm sorry. Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the seashore. When Israel saw the great power which the Lord had used against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord with reverence and all filled respect. And they believed in the Lord and in his servants. Servant Moses, I'm sorry. So that's very important right there is when Israel saw the great power which the Lord had used against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord with reverence and all field respect. And they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. When we're praying and when we're having the favor of the Lord, that's God is answering our prayers. God is moving on your behalf. God is parting the waters for you so that you can walk through safely. And so that he could be glorified. The enemy is trying to, uh, trying to get you. They're coming for you. They're right at your heels. Seemingly so. The bills are right at your heels. The, the, the foreclosure is right at your heels. All these things are right at your heels. And moves. God's favor. The sweet taste of his flavor. But the bitter taste for the opposers. For the enemy. And so that they could see that, God, that you're with God and God could be glorified in that. Don't you see that God wants to answer your, answer your prayers? God wants you to come into your blessing. God wants to move in your life in dynamic ways. God is a dramatic God. Look at the way that he did. Look at the, how he created us. Look at how beautiful and awesome the things that he's made. The way that a flower opens up when it's first opening. The way that things happen to be the beauty of the things that we take for granted and the beauty of God's favor in your life because God has favor on your life do you believe that because I believe God wants you to believe that God wants you to believe that you have his favor and there is a flavor to it and you're about to step into that and you will be blessed you will be blessed and you are blessed and today today could be your day and so also if I were to go into the the last 
uh, if we were looking in uh, Amos, uh, Amos here saying, and, and we'll go into, I believe it's 9, uh, chapter 9. If you don't mind, I'll just read this real quick for you so that you can see uh, what God's doing here. In that day I shall raise up and restore the fallen tabernacle, the tabernacle booth of David, and wall up its breaches in the, in the city walls. I will also raise up and restore its ruins and rebuild it as it was in the days of old, that, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and the ancient enemies and all the nations that are called by my name, says the Lord, who does this. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the one who gathers the harvest and the one who treads the grapes shall overtake him who sows the seed for the harvest continues until the planting time when the mountains will drip sweet wine and the hills shall melt that is everything that once was barren will, will overflow with streams of blessings praise God I also shall bring back the exiles of my people Israel and they will rebuild the deserted and ruined cities and inhabit them and they will also plant vineyards and drink their wine. And they will make gardens and eat their fruit. And I will also plant them on their land. And they shall never again be uprooted from their land which I have given them, says the Lord your God. That prophecy has been fulfilled. And that prophecy, prophetic utterance, is being thrown at your feet as a gift. It's a delivery. You know how they do the packages these days. They kind of do those. So that is the flavor of the favor of the Lord. And may it be sweet to you that, that he said, here, now, now this might be something that you miss. Behold, behold, the days are coming when the plowman shall overtake the one who gathers the harvest. The plowman shall overtake the one who gathers the harvest. And the one who treads the grapes shall overtake him who sows the seed for the harvest. Continues until, until the harvest continues until planting time. When the mountains will drip sweet wine. You're going to step into this. You're going to step into this thing. You're going to walk right into this blessing. You're going to overtake it. You're going to harvest something that you didn't even plant. You're going to harvest something that all you did was pray. Amen? Because God, when God has favor, it doesn't make sense. All the world will be like, no, this is prophecy preaching. It's not right. All this stuff. No. When, when, when that, see, that's the bitter taste of the favor of the Lord. And may it be sweet to you. May it be the aroma. It, may you need that taste of the flavor of the favor of the Lord. Amen? May God move in your life and may you get this, that Lord is having favor with you. He's opening doors. He's closing doors. He's defeating giants in your life. And you just have to have the faith to look yourself in the mirror. Seriously. When do we do that? When do we actually, okay, wait a minute. I need to go look in the mirror. When you go look in the mirror and stop thinking about what's there that maybe you don't think that's right because you are fearfully and wonderfully got made. God made you perfect just the way you are. We're always looking for something else. It's never enough. It's always something else. But what God has given you is going to open up and bloom like the flower that is in your life. The flower that you are. The church that you are. The woman that you are. The man that you are. 
oh, but, but Reverend, you know, this, I'm, I'm out of shape. And if I look in the mirror, I'm going to see this. And, you know, God made you perfect. If, if we could stop looking in the garbage when our blessing is right there. Why are we looking through the garbage? Oh, this is nice. I'll keep this. You know, look at this. You don't need to do that. God's poured a blessing on your life that is magnanimously going to change the trajectory of your life. And you just have to be faithful. Is it prosperity? Why, in fact, it is. Is that right? Of course, it's biblical. Well, where's that at? In the Bible. Where do I find it? In the Bible. No, you should look. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all these things will be added unto you. No one can step to this. You could put your mouth on whatever you want to as far as speaking against this. And that, there we go. There we go. See? That is the favor of God. And the flavor of it is going to be bitter to them, and it's going to be sweet to us. When we have the favor of the Lord, it's like kind of like a hypnotic kind of thing where you're just like, whoa, just amazed that God is moving. Amen? Because He is moving. Open your eyes. Yeah? Open your eyes and see what the Lord has done because He's going to be glorified in your life because the purpose that He has created you for. Yeah? He's, you're going, to, he's going to be glorified by the purpose that He has for your life. And He created you uniquely for that. It's not someone else. It's, oh, I know who this is for. This is for... No, this is for you. Oh, I, but, but, but... No, no, no. The Lord's favor is on you. May you step into the best season of your life. In this season of your life. Because God works in seasons. Right? God works in season. This is your time. Stop looking in the trash. Get rid of all... Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. Get clear. God wants to answer your prayers. You gotta get you gotta stop looking in the trash. Stop filling out paperwork for this and that when you've asked for that. Because God is coming through for you. Amen? May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Remember that?